0: This is the Front Page Podcast from the Red and Black. I am your host and podcast editor, Jim Bass.
1: And I am your co-host and assistant podcast editor, Maya Gotchel. In this episode, I'm sitting down with Jessica Evans, vice president of the University of Georgia's chapter of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, to discuss the major role of the NAACP for the UGA and Athens community, as well as Black History Month celebrations in Athens.
0: Support for this podcast is provided by the Cox Institute for Journalism, Innovation, Management and Leadership. For more information, visit grady.uga.edu/coxinstitute.
1: Home of the grassroots activism for civil rights and social justice, according to their website, the NAACP has been having its impact on the country since its founding in 1909. The NAACP website states, "We envision an inclusive community rooted in liberation where all persons can exercise their civil and human rights without discrimination." We are committed to a world without racism where black people can enjoy equitable opportunities in thriving communities.
0: The association is still long-lasting with over 2,200 different units across the country, including a chapter at the University of Georgia. The University of Georgia chapter was founded in 1998 and has been around ever since.
1: We are welcoming Vice President of the NAACP's UGA chapter, Jessica Evans, into the studio to talk more about the association. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Thank you for joining us in the podcast studio. Thank you. First, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at the University of Georgia.
2: Yes. So my name is Jessica Evans. I'm a political science and journalism double major with a minor in law jurisprudence in the state, and I'm also completing the applied politics certificate. Um, I am the vice president of NAACP, the secretary of the Black Pre-Law Student Association, and I'm also the president's advisor for the National Association of Black Journalists. I work at Ramsey, so I enjoy being in the fitness environment, and yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: Wow, that is like a huge resume. <laughs> All right, so first things first, for those who don't know, could you please explain what exactly the NAACP
2: is? yes yeah, it's the National um, Association for the Advancement of Colored People, and it's dated back to I want to say early nineteen thousands with um, the civil rights movement when they, um, you know, were going through segregation and everything. And um, they were one of the first organizations to help with the passage of the Civil Rights Act, both of, you know, both the Civil Rights Act and then the Voting Rights Act and things like that. And then um, you have Ida B. Wells and people like her who um, helped kick off the organization and then Martin Luther King Jr. who were part of it and people like that during the civil rights movement who um, really was just pushing for, sort of like a grassroots civil right push um for black people during the time and it's still you know still relevant today obviously not going through the same things but you still have um, litigation and things going on and more of the legal side um and yeah
1: nice okay thank you um so you said that you're the vice president yes. of the uga chapter and how did you get to this point
2: yeah so um i started my freshman year as a freshman liaison so usually We'll have four freshmen each year that come in and sort of get a feel for what the eboard is like and what the organization is like as a you know, an entrance to the organization. So I was a freshman liaison my first year. My second year I moved up to a public relations chair. So I was over all of our social media. I did our graphics and content and communicated with people through our social media accounts. Um, you know, took photos and everything. And then that was my sophomore year, junior year, and now I'm vice president. So
1: yeah. Nice. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I'll let me see. You. Um, so what made you want to join this association and how has your time been with them thus far?
2: Yeah, so my first year was difficult. I was definitely the COVID, the main COVID right. year. Um, and I almost transferred from EGA because I was just it was hard. No one was out and being a minority at a PWI is just hard in general. So not having being able to see a lot of people right. was difficult. And so before I transfer or like started to think about transferring seriously I was like okay let me get involved as much as I can and find find my place at UGA before you know I find things wrong with UGA because there's nothing wrong with UGA I just need to find my place there no I agree and so um that's when I joined NAACP and then I was uh I did a first year program with S- SGA um and so I kind of did like the first year things and saw what was right for me and then ended up moving up with NAACP. So Yeah,
1: that's nice. You find yeah. your community. Right. So does the NAACP have chapters all across the United States? And if so, how many chapters are there? And do you collaborate with any of them?
2: Um they definitely have chapters all over the United States. I'm not sure how many, but I'm almost certain every college probably has a chapter. Yeah, I would say um so. and then there's also the youth chapter, so that's like a national one. I have a friend that's like i think they have like one for each state as well um i don't know exactly but um yeah it's definitely a national thing and i was actually able to meet like the president of nycp um a couple months ago too so it's kind of cool seeing him um but yeah it's a it's all over the place what's the youth chapter um i can't it's called like the youth division i should have done research more on it but it's i think it's more like per state they'll have like a a chapter like first rather than each school it'll be like a state chapter for the youth so like I'm assuming it's probably a couple people from a university that will represent the state in the NAACP chapter I'm not completely sure but I will have to do research no on that, okay
1: all right let's see how many members are in the UGA chapter
2: I would probably say Maybe 20 people, you know, people don't come to every meeting and things like that. So I don't know, kind of like a rough estimate, maybe about 20 or so, which is kind of low and it's kind of disappointing. But I realize like a lot of, I have a lot of friends in other organizations and I'm also in others. And so like attendance has been low in general, just sorry, this yeah. year. Um, and so, yeah. And then also, sorry, I'm about, but, no, you're good. Um, our president is actually in DC right now. So I've had to like take on the president role and the vice president role, which has been difficult, especially now that I'm like, I'm already doing a lot and I didn't, you know, know this was going to happen. So um, that's kind of been a lot. So, but yeah, I would say members is around 20-ish. What would you say that the vision of the NAACP is? In my own words, I would say it's um, sort of to promote civil rights and education for um, minorities and also just to push for, Social change and social justice in the country and in whatever community a chapter is in. Um, I think the biggest thing for our chapter is educating students because um, I we realize that like there's a lot of black students that don't know what the NAACP is or like what they do, um, and also just you know things like affirmative action, like specific like right. topics that have to do with black people. They may not know, and so it's important to be able to educate and have programs that are fun, but at the same time like teaching people things and it's not just for black students it's for everybody to like be able to learn but having like that environment is is very important.
1: Can you tell us a bit about
2: the history of the NAACP? Mm -hmm. Yeah so I want to say I can't remember the year it was but it is one of the first um, civil rights organizations um, in the country and one of the largest as well Um, and it's can't remember the founders. Something I've also learned is like a lot of the main founders were not black. They were actually like a group of, um I think it was like white men and women who kind of started it, but it kind of, um you know, they had to like, you know, got some other black people who were able to like keep it going. But that's an interesting thing that I learned. Yeah, um, I can't remember what year that was. I wish I knew. But yeah, so that was mainly it was mainly just around the civil rights movement time, and it was around that time where. Legislation was being passed, and you know, people were just trying to get their rights back, really. And having get that, or... human rights, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, having an organization like that where they had like the, the professionals, the legal professionals, and the people that knew how to communicate with officials and policymakers was very important during the time,
1: right? So, I went ahead and looked through the website, the NACP website, and mm-hmm. I saw that the association covers like a wide variety of global issues, um, ranging from environmental and climate justice to advocacy and
2: litigation.
1: What can you tell me about that and how it relates to things that the UGA chapter here does?
2: I know we've done a program with environmental justice last year, but it should, you know, we need to do more of that. Um, But I think as far as, what was the second part? Um, Advocacy and litigation.
1: Just like in general, there's, it covers the NAACP covers like a lot mm-hmm. of different issues like yeah. what do you say like specifically that you guys focus on
2: yeah um I'm trying to think back to the past couple of years and this year um the biggest thing is voting rights I know it's not I wish we would have done more this year with it especially with um Stacey Abrams and the camp election and everything like that but voting rights we did uh like a voter suppression campus interview um and I you know went around campus asking people questions about what they knew and things like that about the History of voter suppression, um, and then uh, we had an affirmative action program the other day, I think Thursday, um, where we talked about what that really means. And, um, I know UGA has a, had a history of affirmative action that kind of got cut out like a while ago, um, but things like that. And then, um, I did the hot takes event on Monday, which is basically like that was more of a fun one, but we talked about martin luther king versus malcolm x and what were those ideologies there or um the black lives matter movement versus um the civil rights movement is there a difference between having like a one central leader like mlk or having like um you know it be all over you know all across the board and does that make a difference in the impact and so having discussions like that is important um we do i feel like we should do more legal (laughs) discussions um a lot of us i feel like being students um, and that might want to go to law school, it's important to do that and have those discussions um, as well as tying it into the civil rights side of everything. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, I saw that you guys had the Rolling Loud event where yeah. like each day was a different topic. Right,
2: yeah. So we did NAACP Week and we do a theme each year so. This year was, like, ruling really Mad, but we call it ruling really Proud, so I don't know. That's cute. I like, I like that, yeah. <laughs> Put a twist on it. Um, make it, like, a, a fun thing. Um, last year we did, like, a Netflix theme, so I did, like, a, a video where I, like, you clicked on the Netflix video and it opened up to, like, a movies, but it was, like, the week. So, yeah.
1: That's cool. That's really creative. Taking a different turn, since it is a college chapter, I wanted to talk on an educational topic. Um, so, there recently has been a big political push on banning critical race theory as well as some history courses from being taught. What would you say that your stance on the CRT and it being taught in schools is? And what is your take on the push in general?
2: Yeah, so from my understanding, critical race theory is sort of like this idea where you don't want to identify a, a oppressor or like someone that's being suppressed in a situation or in our in our history. But I think that there's I think it's nearly impossible to teach history without talking about the the racial like yeah bi- the the racism that we um that our country has going through um and I think there's a difference between explaining and going back through history and explaining what has happened between um white people and black people in our history, but that doesn't mean that we have to associate that with white people and black people now, although it's like we still feel the impacts of it. so voting rights and not having that ability for so long impacted the legislation that has been passed over time, or things like redlining and um, the fact that a lot of Black communities weren't able to get homes early on and build that you know foundational wealth for their families. People still experience that today. You have a lot of poverty in um, many cities, and most of time, most of the time, it's Black communities that are in those impoverished areas, and that's something that that started way back you know in history and I think that it's important for students to be able to learn the history but that doesn't mean they have to associate themselves with um feeling like it was their fault or like feeling like it was their fault because it's not you know we weren't there but at the same time it's important to know that it happened and we still feel the effects of it and it happened like we can't you can't just cut that out so I I don't know I think that it's a hard discussion but it's at the same time like this is our history and there's there's a way to to teach that's not attacking a certain race for their history that they really didn't have control over Um, but it's also important not to manipulate textbooks and, and facts and history in a way that is trying to comfort or like erase things that are essential to to our history especially for for black people i think it's it's even worse if we're cutting things out and not really sharing exactly what happened because you know it's it's i it's just important to know and it's important to know it in the in the most straightforward way um and not trying to sugarcoat because when people you know when black people were going through things nothing was sugarcoated they were you know directly um prejudiced against and all of these things and it was you know, it's important for us to know that now.
1: Yeah, I agree. That was really well said. So backtracking slightly, mm-hmm. could you tell me more about your chapter's events and what would you say is the most important or the most influential event that your club has each
2: semester? Okay. Um, we have different events each year. One thing that we do every year, though, is Image Awards. So that's something that's a national thing with the national, you know, the you know right. national NAACP. Um, and I think... I wanna say that's it's a fun thing, but it's also one of those events that where we're we're getting we're able to celebrate every organization and professors and things and we're able to give awards and um talk about the impacts that other people are also doing on campus and give, you know, shine light on what other people are doing. So I think that's one of our most exciting events. Like I said, we don't do like consist like there's not one thing that we do every year, but I want to say because the voter suppression like campus interview that I did was you know something that is really stuck with me because I think I did that my first my freshman year, Um, and that was a really interesting one to do because it kind of took me out of my comfort zone. But it's also um, you're able to see like what other students know and don't know about big issues that impact minorities specifically like whether they're like you know minority or not. It's it's really just interesting to know like what. You know, students our age know about voter suppression, right? Um, and the history of it. So yeah, I hope I don't know if that answers your question.
1: No, that answers the question. I think voter suppression is a very important, yeah, event and topic. So it is currently Black History Month at the time of this recording. Mm -hmm. What does this month mean to the NAACP and to you personally? Are there any special events taking place to celebrate, or is that like the Rolling Loud that or the Rolling Proud that you were talking about earlier?
2: Yeah. So our NAACP week is um specifically during Black History Month. So that's the week where we have events every every day every day or every evening. Um but I want to say Black History Month to the organization is I want the NAACP is like Black History. Right. I, it's it's like we wouldn't have the rights and things that we have today without without the NAACP, without organizations like the NAACP who have pushed for the legislation for us to have our basic civil rights, have our basic voting rights. Um, and I think it's essential for us to be able to celebrate NAACP during a, a month like Black History Month because of the essential, you know, it's like an essential organization to um, our freedoms and um, to the freedoms that were experienced and, you know, back in the time where there was segregation and everything like that. And so it's very important. I um, I feel like if we don't have programs like NYCP week and we don't acknowledge Black History Month as an organization, it's we're doing ourselves a disservice because we, I don't know where we would be without NAACP. Yeah. I don't know where we would be without the impacts and the people that were part of the organization, like MLK and all of those people that, that were contributing to the work that was done, um, to getting, getting out the vote and getting people to, getting black people to vote and you know, explaining to them what the importance of it is um, during that time. And even now, um, it's it's just as important um, to get out there and vote. Um, but yeah, to me personally, though, Black History Month, same similar thing. It's, it's our history um, and it's a time for us to come together and, and really celebrate. And obviously there's not like one central event that like Black people right. do during Black History Month. But it's one of those things where, you, you kind of, it's like a culture thing. And like, even on social media, seeing posts and getting sort of like a, oh yeah, like a reminder of like, oh, this did happen. And like, look at, you know, we're able to celebrate the, the amazing leaders and the amazing people that have already passed on or that are still in our, in our current time that have done amazing things. And we're even, you know, we're even reminded of more sad things. Like, you know, a lot of the, um, police brutality and things like that, that we have to kind of, remind ourselves like this is still real and this is still happening but um we've come a long way and I think that's the the true importance of Black History Month and seeing how far we've come but also realizing how how far we have to go.
1: Is there anything else that you would like to discuss or add before we wrap up? I think all of your answers
2: were amazing honestly. Yeah I tried to elaborate as much as possible but let me think. I love the elaboration. No I think the biggest thing is because I've been with our chapter for like the past three years I've seen like change and grow I'm like you know getting more established in the organization but I have to kind of remind myself in our e-board that like it's still a national chapter and like because it's such a prominent thing and they've done so much in history that we we should be doing more and it's something that kind of discourages me sometimes when I feel like we're not doing enough on campus or um that it's not as big as it should be um, but at the same time, we're still impacting, like, our small little community. Obviously, the black population at UJ isn't big anyway, so it's kind of hard to, like, reach everybody, especially when we're kind of all doing a lot of leadership things anyway. So it's kind right. of hard to go at everyone's events. Um, but just reminding ourselves that it's still an important organizational role of how big or small attendance might be or might get discouraged, we're like, who's coming, who's not coming? Um, but, yeah, so I'm really hoping next year it's just it's a lot more established, a lot bigger, and we're doing more – and focusing on more um civil rights issues rather than like i don't know i think fun events are important too but i definitely want to make sure we're doing more with things that really you know like elections coming up and you know kind of really educating students and making change on campus as far as you know the ability for students to vote and get their you know get registered so stuff like that i know i talk about voting a lot but <laughs> that's just something no I voting kind of think is about. important yeah. um yeah so yeah that's pretty much it
1: well thank you for coming thank on we so appreciate much. you coming in today really appreciate you guys
0: This has been The Front Page. The Front Page is a production of the Red and Black Publishing Company. Make sure to download our app and keep up with us on social media. Don't forget to check out our other weekly podcast, Between the Headphones, a UGA sports podcast. We hope to see you next week.